Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a Futurama podcast, where today we are talking about season three, episode three, The Cryonic Woman. I'm Lindsay Wilson, joined as always by Alex Coons. Alex, how's it going? Hello, I'm good. In response to your welcome to the world of tomorrow, the only thing I have to say is the bathrooms are that way. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. We got another sighting of this guy. Yeah, Terry. I... I I think that we would never have cared or known about this guy other than the fact that you do an impression of him every week. <laughs> and I, we named our podcast after him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, and yes. we're waiting for 38 reviews to get a cameo from him. That's right. Yes, exactly. Alex, how was your week? It was good. We just talked on Saturday. So we were just saying we don't have a ton to catch up on. I think the biggest thing that we have to catch up on is that it is no longer the year of Futurama for one month. <laughs> Instead, it is the year of studying and, and working professional lives. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So we do need to take another little break. I feel bad because we just had a bunch of time off for the holidays, but I don't care. <laughs> I was listing all the things I have to do in the next four weeks. Yeah. And to give the listeners a an annoying overview it's like a midterm. I have to defend my thesis proposal. I work a bunch. I have class. I have homework. I have readings. Yeah. I do this podcast. I do another podcast. There's just simply no time. So yes, I just need a little break for probably about a month, and then we'll be back. I think I think in like two weeks, you should leave yourself like a voice memo giving us like Lindsay is studying very hard and uh -huh. crumpling under pressure or whatever, whatever <laughs> is happening in these two weeks. So leave yourself a little voice message and then we can put that in the, the upcoming podcast in the, in academic corner. Yes, drop it in the feed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. I feel like it's sort of understated for people and not in academia that I'm also studying for the exam of my life. <laughs> yeah. And they just this week drastically changed the format of it. So that's oh exciting. God. Yeah. And also my credit card was compromised this week and our fridge broke. Oh. So lots going on in my life. <laughs> what did the, what did they try to buy on your credit card? Uber Eats. They spent like two hundred dollars. Damn. Mm -hmm. But my bank caught it immediately, thankfully. Have I told you my credit card being compromised story? I, I probably did. It's no. one of my favorite stories. Well, please do. Uh, It'll make me feel better because I was spending a lot of time being like, this is the beginning. My entire identity has been stolen. Like, I'm going to be dealing with yeah. this for the rest of my life. So please. This was this was a, yeah, a rough summer where I was moving out of one apartment in New York and like out of, out of the city for a month or something, or I was back in Denver. And so I put all of my stuff in a storage locker or like some company picked up and dropped through all my stuff to, my, to a storage locker and then when i moved back to the city they brought all the stuff from the storage locker and you know i moved in and like a giant duffel bag with like a bunch of like ratty t-shirts and like sentimental objects was stolen from was stolen from the storage locker Brutal. so that was very sad and then like within a month that my credit card information got stolen so I, I had similar feelings of like oh it's all falling apart all my my identity <laughs> is is getting out of everywhere but the credit card story is that i had recently done my like by century not century by decade round of clothing shopping like every five years it's like oh i better like <laughs> buy one new shirt or whatever and so my bank called me up and was like hey we're seeing some like weird charges on your card there's like a gas station in like indiana and then there's also like this charge from the gap in new york city like three <laughs> you blocks from where, where you live like surely that's not you right and they're like uh -huh. no that that one's me but the indiana one you guys got 
<laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, so I model they are using my shopping at the gap really sent off all the triggers for that. They're just like, oh my God, what are you doing buying clothes? I couldn't possibly yeah. be you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very embarrassing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, no, in this case, it was like they bought. worth of Uber Eats and then that was like flagged by the bank and initially I was like is this a a spam message that I'm getting? Yeah. So I googled it and it was like no this is very much the number that the the real flags come from. So anyway then I called the bank and they were like yep they have also tried to like spend a bunch more money at Uber Eats and then it's like apparently a common thing of just like using it for Uber purposes. (laughs) That's interesting. You would have thought that they would have gotten bigger or something like just getting takeout seems uh, seems low stakes yeah yeah exactly very odd the other so it was my yeah they bought gas in indiana my clothing was stolen and then the other thing that happened like right around the same time is i had set up like a test aws account for like i did some stuff with my student with my like computer science students of like oh we're gonna make like a twitter bot or something or not a twitter bot we were making like alexa programs you can like make your own little alexa skill and so i was doing that with my students but you have to like set up a aws account so i had done that and i guess that got hacked and i had like ten thousand dollars <laughs> of like server time uh, oh my god and like amazon thankfully just like immediately refunded me so i think i think my lesson coming out of this is that i'm just like super privileged and if anything bad ever happens to me like giant (laughs) corporations are gonna take care of me they'll just bail you out yeah classic (laughs) wow anyway all this to say there's a lot going on hopefully (laughs) that clarifies it alex is still dealing with his aws charges needs time to handle that yeah yeah, I need all listeners. If if every listener sends me $100, my AWS debts will be paid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly right. So uh, yeah, what else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, cryonic woman. What do you think? Cryonic woman, I don't think I liked very much. This yes. was like the reverse of the past episode where the last episode we really liked it because it was like very focused, like not a lot of nonsense going on. And in this one, I like the first two acts. I thought the first two acts were pretty good. But by the time we get to like kids in the year 4000 mm-hmm. being like Lord of the Flies, and maybe it's just like I hate the voice and the animation that they always do for these annoying teenage teenagers. Yes. But like once we got to that point, I was like, what are we what are we doing here? I agree. It struck me as very kind of like season 16 Simpsons vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't do it for me. I don't know. Yeah, this isn't my favorite. It's one that I've skipped quite a bit. So I actually have a lot of notes because I Mm -hmm. didn't remember it that well. Michelle has always been a character that doesn't really work (laughs) for me, despite my love for Sarah Silverman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I actually didn't even look up the voice actress, but I would have guessed that it's Sarah Silverman because she has such a distinct voice. Yes, exactly. So Uh, I realized last week, so I had a a tighter turnaround time. I'm like 90% sure that I forgot to put the Jeremy drop in for Boop Corner. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. But this week, I will make it happen. Yes. Beloved ex-boss Adam texted me Mm -hmm. into the podcast last week. He said, first of all, he was surprised we missed the dark joke of, I'm showing it to Lindsay on on the screen right now. There's a poster for the Earth. (laughs) 
for the Earth Army and the employee of the month is like a casket with the American flag over it. So somebody that like died in war is the employee of the month. Extremely dark. Oh my God. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, I'm not even sure where that was. It must have been during the like recruitment. Yeah, I guess so. Shout out Um, to Adam. Thank you for continuing to support Alex and his endeavors. Yes. And then I asked him, I'm truly shocked that so I asked him about the bonds and stocks thing because he is like an adult yes. that understands money. <laughs> He's a boss. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I doing with my with my stocks, boss? And he says, I don't think it's really a joke, but it, but I could be missing something. So he agrees that it's just like not a joke. It's just something that happens during war. He says buying war bonds is generally a thing to finance the war. And then he told me to check out and the Any Bonds Today short with Bugs Bunny. And he said we can debate if he's in blackface or imitating a white singer. Uh, <laughs> and then he says, I think it might have, if I might have it right, he's imitating a white singer who is known for blackface. So that's like our boop adjacent corner of, of Looney Tunes being extremely canceled in the modern day. Honestly, there's so many very bad ones. There's still so many very funny ones, but like oof, tough stuff sometimes. Yeah, so, not so good uh, with the well, racism. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Adam, thank you for listening as always. And apparently watching the episodes along, which is which is shocking. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Extra credit. <laughs> well, I will make up for missing out on Jeremy because this week we have the opening caption of Not a Substitute for Human Interaction and Boop Corner. Boop, daddies. Long pause. Allow for Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. I have Felix Mouse. I wrote down laughing, weirdly long-faced rat. It's like a, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds right. Animators have made rats look, you know, shifty and evil for so long by making these like very long, sinister-looking faces. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is one that we've talked about before, called "Up to Mars," and it's about Bimbo from Betty Boop, I believe. Okay, Boop Corner. Uh, this is literal Boop Corner. Yes, Up to Mars. And there's no information about it. It's just Bimbo and Up to Mars from 1930. There is a Betty Boop wiki, but this is extremely unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> Not like um, the Felix we won't the Cat put... one, which is very good. <laughs> we won't put listeners through the chat GPT of Mars. <laughs> it was long. Bimbo yeah. takes a trip to the Red Planet and meets a bevy of ridiculous characters, including apparently a rat. So not a substitute for human interaction i thought of but that's what this podcast is uh exactly. make parasocial relationships <laughs> yes i had the exact same thought of if we use this podcast as a substitute for human interaction so yeah. perhaps perhaps futurama not a substitute but certainly it is an enabler of interaction for <laughs> yes, us that's true <laughs> facilitator anyway so basically this episode opens up with fry and bender they're bored, and they notice that the keys to the Planet Express ship have been left in the ignition. And so they're like, excellent, we can steal the ship. And they end up, shenanigans ensue, because the ship is tethered with the unbreakable diamond <laughs> filament. So when they take off, it just like carries the entire building with them. Can you power rank St. Louis Arch, Great Wall of China, Leaning Tower, Pisa? And is there another thing that that it it smashes into or disrupts? Mm, I think that's all of them. Okay, so I think probably Great Wall of China feels like number one. Number two, Leaning Tower of Pisa, because Italy and pasta. And number three, St. Louis Arch, because I don't care about that. (laughs) Not really sure why it's there. I think it's, is that the gateway to the West? Is that what that's called? That sounds like, that sounds right. (laughs) 
gateway to the west yeah the gateway arch shockingly it's a national park so i always see that all the time on like national parks ranked or whatever the like gateway arch park or whatever believe is a national park which seems very mm -hmm. weird when everything else is like zion and yellowstone and like right. of nature. <laughs> like this is like a, a statue just an arch yeah 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 exactly yeah what about you do you take any uh any objections um, to my rankings? That's pretty good. I mean, Great Wall of China is impressive. You can see it from space. Leaning Tower of Pisa, I don't... Why is it leaning? I think the foundation is sinking or something, so it's like tilting to one side. Something like that. I guess it might be interesting. if I, I've never been there, but, you know, seems fine. seems like a lot of yeah. pictures of people pushing against the, the Leaning Tower of yeah. Pisa with forced perspective. Yes. Have you ever... Oh, good use of forced perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen those pictures that people take of like, you step back and take pictures of all the people doing that thing where they're yes. all like trying to hold it up? Like, those are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah, basically, they get back and they manage to like land inside the office and the office has remained miraculously relatively intact. And they're like, anyway, no one noticed, no harm done. And of course, everyone noticed because they've just been like, bashed about as they've gone on this joyride yeah the uh, professor is very mad at them but he can't bring himself to fire them and so he whispers to hermes and hermes immediately fires them yes yeah, they also fire leela because she left the keys in the ignition in the first place <laughs> yeah. that's very irresponsible i think that that's like fair i think so they're like the professor's like wasn't it obvious what would happen like look at them <laughs> they're of course gonna do this yeah have you ever been fired i can't i can't imagine I have never been fired, but, you know, it's probably yeah. only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's firing um, about all of her tasks. Honestly, God. I thought you would probably enjoy that Zoidberg is now the popular one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Zoidberg is the popular one. Yes, yes. Let's all talk to Zoidberg. Yes, exactly. Sorry, I didn't volley it back to you. Have you ever been fired? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Um, all right, we're back. I moved rooms. Lindsay got the the house tour we kicked my girlfriend off the exercise bike <laughs> Lindsay, how many important. steps do you do a day i like never walk anymore yeah no not very many i have recently started running again so oh, that's, that's something <laughs> yeah i hate it it's still terrible but i got these so this is an advert not a paid advertisement but um, i got these pants that are clearly designed for people who are old like me and they're called a brace layer and they have like knee support built into them and they are oh a total God. game changer and everything is better now even though running is still terrible it doesn't hurt me anymore <laughs> what do the pants do do they like does your knee like lock into the pants no, it's basically just like, you know, and you get those like compression sleeves or whatever. It's basically sure. just like built in, but it's around your like both your knees and your hips. And it's supposed to just like increase the okay. feet around there. But it's right. it works. It's they're, they're extremely snug. You got to really like <laughs> I usually start five minutes ahead of cam, like getting ready to go for a run. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the long way. That was just an opportunity for me to brag about the two times I've been running in the last eight months. <laughs> but I'd say on an average day, I'm looking at like 5000 steps probably. Okay, I think I'm like way below like the number of times that my phone is like, hey, you took like 700 steps. Is, yeah. Oh, God. Like the, days when I don't, the days when I don't have to go to my office, like that's right. nothing like today yeah. I went and got lunch just up the street. So I'm currently at 1100 steps and it's 230. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might so. walk to Best Buy after this, which is the true American exercise experience. <laughs> I feel like walking to Walmart would be the true yeah. American thing. True. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, so Back to Futurama. Leela's like, don't worry, like we're going to have new jobs because I stole our old career chips. 
but she accidentally yes. mixes them up. And so oh, I guess there's also a moment too where we get like the setup for the episode where Fry is like reminiscing about the stuff that he has with him. And one of the things he has is this picture of his oh, old girlfriend sure. with that ski instructor she was friends with. So a handy way <laughs> of reacquainting us with Michelle, his old girlfriend. Yes, a kind of funny reference to everything that happened in the pilot episode of like Leela saying like remember the like career chips mm-hmm. like I tried to put them in you and yeah. Fry does not remember any of it which I think is good continuity of them always breaking continuity and never having like any consistency between episodes yes so time for the annoying Futurama wiki corner while trying sure. to remind Fry of the concept of career chips she prompts him with it's how we met this could be an attempt on Leela's part to see whether Fry is enlightened enough to remember <laughs> when they first met. Whether it is such an attempt or not, she is clearly disappointed uh, in Fry's lack of response. Get out of wow. here. I can't wow. stop with this wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, where did we we first met in the Natural History Museum, Museum in yeah. New York? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds right to me. In the midst of me. a scavenger hunt where we did not particularly get to know each other or care for no, each but- other. <laughs> But I feel like we did get to say that we were equally competent at scavenger hunts because we won. So I feel like that was probably a big part of why it felt like such a positive interaction. (laughs) Maybe. And that, you know what, honestly, when I, so all of this podcasting started because I DM'd Lindsay at some point. I forget how you must have mentioned Simpsons on something. And I was like, hey, you like, let's do a Simpsons something. And probably the only reason why you didn't ghost me was because there was a positive uh, scavenger <laughs> hunt related experience in our past. I feel like we'd, ha- we'd had like a positive time after that. Did you sit yeah. with us? Yeah, you sat with us at the restaurant and stuff. So that was all <laughs> positive and good. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had mentioned on the Sleepover podcast that I was looking for a new podcasting endeavor. And you yeah. were like, I know you watch The Simpsons. Because I think I suggested something Simpsons related as like a pitch for an app. Sure. Mm. It's all coming together. Anyway, I remember how I met <laughs> you. Here we are. So here we look are. How enlightened we are. End of pandemic. <laughs> Honest to God, was that only four years? I would have thought even longer. Yeah. Mm. Probably longer. But yes, anyway, I also really liked the line where Lila's like, well, we can get jobs. I think it's Fry. He's like, but we just had jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. But yeah, they go back to the cryogenics lab and Leela's like, well, I want my old job back. And her boss, who we met previously, is like, excellent. Like, I'm glad to have you. We saved your poster of this monkey who hates Mondays. And Leela <laughs> yeah. just extremely deadpan. She goes, Monday monkey lives for the weekend, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that this seems to be like the interview process of learning what you think about Mondays and whether or not you hate them. Yes, yes, agreed. How do you feel about Mondays? I feel I feel like I'm living for the weekend, just like yeah, the cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, monkey. I, yeah, I confused it with the uh, the cat that's just hanging in there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. Yes. And so now Fry is the one who is being considered the cryogenics counselor <laughs> and Leela is a delivery boy because she mixed up their chips. And then the boss is like, all right, well, how do you feel about Mondays? And he's like, they're fine. And they're like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to redecorate. Like, how do you feel about it helping to be crazy <laughs> to work here, but not being necessary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good stuff. Good good cameo by Leela's old boss, who normally is is iffy at best. Yes, problematic fave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, but this is where we get back to Terry. He's like teaching Fry how to do this. He's like, now remember, like when the tube opens, welcome to the world of tomorrow. I almost said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, great to see Terry and yeah, Fry. Fry gets that training and they wake up a guy. Uh, a guy and Fry says like, oh, I I did this. I know what people actually want to hear. And he says that the bathroom's that way. 
Mm-hmm. Guy just like pushes him out of the way and runs yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Bender throughout this, uh, he doesn't seemingly have a job. He's just like there freaking people out or he like dresses up like a giant fly <laughs> or he puts on this like horrible gorilla mask or at one point he's just himself and it's like, look, I'm a big scary robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bizarre plot point for Bender. I think he gets a job. I, it's in that scene where they mix up the chips and Leela doesn't, yeah. it has to be the pizza delivery guy. They mm-hmm. hire Bender for some reason. Yes. But yes Un- unclear why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like he scares an old man into having a heart attack and he like pushes him back into the tubes. He's like, maybe like wherever he's going, they'll have a cure for it. And Terry's like, we have a cure for it now. <laughs> yeah. I like his giant fly costume, which is very reminiscent yes. of the Trias of Horror episode. Yes. Very much yeah. so. I thought the exact same thing that big, hideous fly face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So. We discussed this very briefly before the episode, but didn't get into it. We saved our takes for the listeners, but arguably the most 90s slash 2000s thing that (laughs) happens to date and possibly ever on Futurama is that the big person featured in this is Polly Shore. And who remembers who Polly Shore is? I only know Polly Shore from a Weird Al Yankovic song where there actually is also a Weird Al reference in the same scene (laughs) where he's like, you know, the in-flight movie only has Biodome with Polly Shore and that's like a nightmare (laughs) in the song. So yeah, so when Fry's like walking by trying to decide who to thaw out, he looks at Weird Al, says no, and picks Polly Shore. Alex, you have no idea who this is. Yeah, so I've definitely heard the name Polly Shore before, but if, if, there was like a gun to my head before watching this episode. If there was a gun to my head, if someone said, who is Polly Shore? I would have said, is that a Jersey Shore cast member? Because I know that there's <laughs> Polly D and Shore. He lives on the Jersey like, Shore. Oh, that's that's, that's Polly Shore. But apparently no. Apparently people love making Biodome jokes. Yes. And it's a very 90s and 2000s thing. Yeah, I so if someone said to me, like, can you name something that Polly Shore was in, it would be Biodome, but that's it. I don't know anything else. Let me look it up real quick. 1996 stoner comedy film. So even that, I had no idea. I thought that Biodome was, like, <laughs> about... It was kind of like, a, what's that one? Like, The Dome. Under the Dome? Like this, yeah, the Stephen King thing. Yeah. <laughs> Plot revolves around two clumsy, dim-witted slackers who look for a toilet in what they believe is a shopping mall, and it turns out to be a Biodome, and they're sealing it for a year... And it has yeah. themes of environmentalism, drug use, sexual innuendo, and toilet humor. So <laughs> him and Stephen Baldwin great. <laughs> seems very bad. Uh, kind of so, so Under the Dome and then also the Simpsons movie, the other two big dome yes. uh, media pieces. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the big dome features, yeah. <laughs> the big, um, big three dome features. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly let's see i i did have some like a tiny little uh, nitpick thing here along the way of me being one of those horrible actually guys about the like hope someone got fired for that blunder she froze yourself fry keeps napping in these tubes i feel like if you froze yourself this wouldn't refresh you wouldn't your body just like be the same as it was when you went in there well how does it work because it seems like bathroom functions happen right so Mm -hmm. your body's not exactly the same unless you had to unless you went into the cryo chamber when you have to pee you know (laughs) if your body is doing something unless yeah so so i don't but people don't come out of there with like longer hair and fingernails yeah it does seem inconsistent at best how (laughs) does okay speaking of like stoner humor and stoner 
thoughts. How does sleep work? What what is being like? What is being tired, and what gets rejuvenated when you sleep? I don't know, man. <laughs> something about rest. Something your heart rate, your brain's fixing itself. Who knows? Right in. Why why do we get tired, and what does sleep do? I think it's like, so I mean, I was, as I sit here being like, I'm not a scientist, I am preparing for my PhD, but yeah, doesn't it do something about like, in a scientific field, yeah, indeed, a woman in STEM, like no other, yeah. what does sleep do? <laughs> oh, God, plays a housekeeping role that removes toxins in your brain that build up while you're awake. Eh, well, that's something. Chat GPT, why do we feel tired? Mm. Lack of sleep. Okay, that is not super helpful. Not poor quality sleep. Allows your brain and body to repair, restore, and re-energize. Yeah, I think this question is too complex for yes. <laughs> like all these answers are just like it you just get healed. Yes. <laughs> Incidentally, the reason for the change in my comprehensive exam format is 100% because of ChatGPT. And I think this is like the biggest <laughs> case of moral panic I have ever witnessed. <laughs> oh. Like, oh my God. What was the old format that ChatGPT broke? We're not allowed to use the internet anymore. Got it. Okay. That anyway, does yeah, seem like panic. a completely a response to, to ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah, disproportionate a little bit. But anyway, so though, yeah, Fry just wants to hang out with Polly Shore. Again, this does not hold up. But the next person who wakes up is Michelle, his old girlfriend. She is now voiced by Sarah Silverman. She was voiced by someone else when we saw her very briefly in the pilot. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, have we only, we've only seen him, her in the pilot before? Yes, and her hair is slightly different. Got it. Hope someone got fired for that blunder. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's in the wiki. The one useful thing it's ever said. But yes, so Michelle basically says that like she had no idea that Fry had been frozen. Like it was just purely a coincidence that she's here. She's just like, no one could find you. And your parents were just like, don't bother searching for him. It's a waste of taxpayer money. A a long like flashback story, which I actually Mm -hmm. enjoyed. Like this would be the, the thing that I would normally complain about of it being like a total divergence and like a family guy kind of thing. But yeah, she like tells all of her story of like, going to law school and then going to the carnival and riding the spizzler for eight hours, which I thought was very <laughs> a unique form of torture of being stuck on a, on a whirly ride for eight hours. Yes. Yes. And in that time, she realizes the last time she was truly happy, it was when she was with Fry. So she decided to freeze herself and get a fresh start. And I thought Fry was actually a surprisingly good listener throughout this whole story. Like it goes yeah. on for a while and he keeps just being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's doing a good job. He's not, like, interjecting with stupid bullshit. He's just, like, listening and being sorry <laughs> yeah. for all the bad things that happened to her. I feel slightly subtweeted by your statement of he's not interjecting with, with stupid bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all podcasting is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're both doing it. It's fine. Yeah. No, I just think, like, normally with Fry, you'd expect him to be like, oh, yes. like, I, too, got stuck on a ride and, like, <laughs> something, something. Or, like, I once went to the carnival and this stupid thing happened but no instead he's just like i'm sorry that must have sucked so good listening yeah, I, um, I mean i guess uh, i guess he was really into her i mean he was sad when she left him presumably for the uh, ski instructor he's still into her in the future so yeah 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 and so they're dating now and michelle's just like afraid of everything she's very freaked out by all these people like <laughs> she screams when she sees leela she screams when she sees bender she's very normal with her Amy and Hermes, and then Zoidberg screams at her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my favorite one was she sees the professor and like doesn't react. And then Fry gives her like a little nod of like, oh, yeah, this is terrifying. And then she she screams. 
Yes. Yeah, back at the Planet Express office at this moment, they're Amy, Hermes, and Zoid Burger, the new crew, and they're just like crushing it, doing a great job. <laughs> and Zoid Burger is like, oh, on this fantasy planet, for one beautiful night, I knew what it was like to be a grandmother, subjugated yet honored. <laughs> yeah. Brutal take on grandmotherdom. So good. It's such a good joke. <laughs> and Leela shows up and she's basically like, you can just hire me and vendor back. Like, you don't have to worry about Fry because the professor's like, I can't hire him back. Like, now that he's gone, I can leave my jigsaw pieces. <laughs> yeah yeah perhaps gonna leave his jigsaw pieces out without fry eating them yes exactly yeah yeah and hermes is scolding fry for dating his ex it's like he lost all self-respect like this can only end badly in children in yeah. a house <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair take yeah yeah exactly yeah. and fry says like don't worry about it she used to be really demanding and possessive but now things are better <laughs> now she just wants me to do stuff and stay with her all the time <laughs> yeah pretty quick heel turn for michelle she's mm-hmm. like She's pretty tolerable in the second act. I mean, she's just a little bit freaked out of being like in a completely new millennium, but she quickly becomes pretty horrible. Yeah, pretty bad. She really hates all of Fry's friends, says that they're freaks, and she's like saying that Fry didn't fit in in the 20th century, so he fits in really well here, but she used to fit in really well back in the 20th century, so she's not fitting in here. And so she convinces Fry that they should go somewhere else where they'll only have each other. And so they're going to freeze themselves for another 1,000 years. And she really pulls it like, if you love me, you'll do this manipulation Yeah, a really guilt trip. Yes. And she also accuses Fry of analyzing everything with his relentless logic, which is something he's never been accused of before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I thought that was a very good line of Fry being very rational. If you're... So let's say that you're... This, you're not with like Michelle, who is a person that, you know, this relationship is clearly not working out. You're with yes. your partner, the person that you're very in love with. Would you go a thousand years in, into the future if they like demanded like, hey, this is what I have to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand years okay. in the future, we're going to be like, I feel like we're effed in much less time than that. There's going to be the yeah. giant flies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah completely burned down planet i think that's yeah no water it's gonna be a nightmare but maybe they would take the cryogenic chamber like on the spaceships and then and then we'd be fine maybe i feel like they're just dumping us like (laughs) yeah like these are simply right to the sun yeah Yeah, exactly yeah no i Um, I feel like it's gonna be like you're just gonna wake up if this thing even stays plugged in for a thousand years which i am not convinced that it will my macbook stops working after like four years like yeah exactly (laughs) right exactly like you're gonna wake up in just this like horrible wasteland and be like well shit (laughs) that's no good like mad max scenario (laughs) yeah okay that's uh, that's a good take and then plus you're like losing all of your i mean it's exactly what fry is dealing with here if like yeah. he finally has friends and he's being asked to to lose everything other than a single person which is tough yes yes exactly in the second act i did like there's like a montage of doing stuff in new york and i liked all of these jokes of the museum of really modern art which is yeah. art is now nobody's interested in art that's not tattooed on fat guys and the guy is saying like oh i'm on a i'm on l- lend from the louvre Yes. <laughs> Very good. Yes. So they basically just wake up in this desolate wasteland. And this is what we talked about of like this act, I would say, is much weaker than the first two. Like there are quite a few funny jokes in the first two acts. And this one is just like, all right, what are we doing here? This is very wacky. Yeah. Stuff. It just loses the thread of like of cryogenic stuff of like the of Fry's girlfriend, like joining him in the future. It just like turns into a completely different thing of like, oh, now we're in, yeah, Mad Max, Lord of the Flies situation. Very bizarre extended like CGI showcase or like animation showcase of like a very extended race or skateboarding thing that just like goes on for a very long time. 
Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of the that scene Lions where they go to Troy. Shelbyville. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, very was similar. It, was it this? Was it the shot of them like standing at the top of like the very yes. big hill that was like, oh, that's Lemons of Troy. <laughs> yeah, launch me, boys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and so this is terrible. Like they really hate each other. Fry's shelter that he comes up with for them is that he just dug a hole and he's like, it'd make it bigger, but like I'm already standing on a gopher. Yeah. And basically they just like run into these feral children who tie them up and Fry wants to be part of their society. And then as mentioned, he's like, yeah, they're going to have this like skateboarding race it's called death rolling. It's skateboarding, except half the time somebody dies. And Fry's like, so a little safer than skateboarding and does like a finger guns <laughs> thing. Yeah, I was surprised. I guess I didn't know how they were going to get out of being in the year 4000. Like mm-hmm. I probably should have seen it coming that they're not actually in the year 4000. But I didn't, I didn't know how they were going to get out of it. I was buying that they were in the year 4000. I expected that it would be revealed that one of these kids was like his was Farnsworth, you know, great, 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 great grandson or something, because he sounds just like the annoying clone, and he has the same, like, pig nose. So I really expect there to be a uh, connection to the professor here. Right, who could, like, send him back or something. Yeah. Yeah. One funny line I want to flag is that Michelle's like, my mother always said you were a loser, so get out there and prove her wrong. And he goes, Beth said that? (laughs) Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. I Um, I really like that as well. Yes. So at the end of this race, Butch falls and scrapes his knee. And it seems very much like he's going to fake out Fry. And when Fry <laughs> yeah. expresses concern, he's going to take the bandana and win the thing. And Fry just goes like, oh, sorry. And then grabs it. And he's like, ha ha, like, I won. I'm yeah. the tallest and I weigh the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fry just ruling over these smaller kids. Mm-hmm. I said I really like this subversion because it's so petty is what I have in my notes. <laughs> I, I actually liked it quite a bit, too. I I was thinking about all of these like subversions that they like really or all of these instances where they really telegraph the joke like the bender what's what's fake bender's name flexo yes uh like flexo wearing the scarf to like hide yeah. his his goatee but like it's obviously just bender this reminded me of that where it's like they're they're really telegraphing that that the kid is going to pull one over on fry but then they switch it up on you and have fry yes have fry yeah, snatch it from from the kid <laughs> It was great, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then all the kids get picked up in basically just like an SUV for, for like Hebrew school or something. And Fry's like, oh my god, I like, can't believe you let me come out here. I can't believe I let you bring me here. Like near 3000, I had a low paying job, a bed in a robot's closet and several friends <laughs> and you have wrecked everything. And Michelle's mad at him for standing up at himself, standing up for himself. And so Fry decides to leave her and just like wanders off into the mist. Yeah, we we had already gotten hints that this is not indeed the year four thousand by the by the mom coming and picking up all the kids, but mm-hmm. it is now revealed that we're in Los Angeles, which is like mm-hmm. lots of lots of digs at Los Angeles, which as a New York person I enjoyed. Yes, yes, exactly. And the Planet Express ship shows up and they're like, Oh my god, thank God we found you, Fry. Like you were in Polly Shore's tube and when they found out <laughs> that you weren't him, they just like chucked you in a ditch and yeah. Yeah, you've only been gone for two days. And yeah, like all these jokes are like, oh, but there were all these 10 year olds with guns. And they're like, yes, you're in LA. It's like, but there's no sign of civilization. Like, yes, you're in LA. Like, and everything has cilantro on it. Famously, I hate cilantro. So, really? Yeah, I'm one of those. Is it soapy? Yeah, I have the soap thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, you like it? I feel like everyone who doesn't have it is like, I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) I. I mean, I'll have it if if the option is to have it or not have it. I will definitely have it. Mm -hmm. If you're having tacos or something. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Michelle has now ended up with Polly Shore. She drops the same line as in the pilot where she's like, it's not working out for I and drives off with Polly Shore. Oh, nice. 
Yep. And then, yeah, they all start heading back home. And Fry's like, can I have my old job back? And the professor says, well, I've forgotten why I even fired you. And then he reminds him and the professor drops him at a trap door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's Cryonic uh, Woman. Cryonic Woman. Who is the winner of this episode? Hard to say. Yeah. Any thoughts from your end? Uh, I mean, everything kind of ends up the same. It always does, I guess. But maybe Polly Zoidberg had a good episode. (laughs) Zoidberg, Zoidberg got, got to got to be a grandma. He got to be popular, yes. and everyone talks to Zoidberg. I'm giving it to Zoidberg. All right, I like that. I'll take that. And in terms of losers, maybe Michelle. <laughs> I don't know. She ended up with Polly Shore, right? And she wanted to go to the future, and so it's not like you know she wasn't like duped into losing all of her friends. I mean, Fry from, at the end, literally at the end of the episode, Fry remains fired and falls out of trap yes. door to his death. <laughs> so maybe maybe Fry, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair. All right. So normally I tell you what is next week, but this will be in several weeks. Yes. (laughs) But regardless, the next episode we will be talking about is called Parasites Lost. Hmm. Okay. I've read Paradise Lost for Mm -hmm. a college course. I had a college course. (laughs) I had a college course that was like, I only, it's like the only, well, no, I took English courses in my senior year too, but it was my, the only English course that I took for the first three years of college at least. And it was like a, we read the Golden Compass, which is what the reason why I took it. Because uh-huh. the Golden Compass is like the modern Paradise Lost or something. It's yes. about I don't know. There's there's so much God stuff in the in those yes. books. It's it's very odd. Parasite Lost. Yes. Brain Parasite Planet. Like, are we going back there? That, that's what I'll that's what I'll say. And uh, what are we doing there? Maybe there's maybe there is some sort of heaven, hell, angel, paradise eden situation so i'll say it's like a biblical parasite planet episode all right all right well check back in in a month and (laughs) see how you did in the meantime alex how can people get a hold of us in the meantime uh, you can write to us at pot of tomorrow at gmail.com or on twitter at pot of tomorrow what did we ask for we asked for tell us about how sleep works tell us about how sleep works yeah we're we're off for for a month so you know watch x-men or something and tell us how what you think of that <laughs> paperback hero paperback hero yeah i mean we could just watch paperback hero again that was fun <laughs> yeah if you haven't watched it yet now's your moment yeah are you watching australian survivor no but everyone says it's amazing i have had no time it, but i have the link good. open <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's very good yeah. yeah. And then as for me, you can find me over on Bojack Horsepod talking about Dugan Birdie. We will also be taking a break after next week's episode, but you can still find me over there. You're cut off from Lindsay for a month. You can't find You're her. You're cut anywhere. off. That's right. <laughs> so much going on. Oh, All right. Well, save up. That'll be great. Save up the banter for a month and we'll come back yes. and we'll have lots of, lots of anecdotes, lots of banter. It'll be great. Yes, it'll be great. So, All right. So we'll see you in a month for Parasites Lost. All right. See you, everyone.